Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. <laughs> and welcome to Beer Guys Radio. We are radio for the local craft beer movement, broadcasting live from Tiny Palooza. We're at the Lincoln Fill Station in Snellville, Georgia, and I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Brian Hewitt. Tim and Becky Smalls are on an important scientific mission to determine how magnets work. Magnets? How do they work? I, I, had, I don't know. I hope they can find out. I want a full report when they get back. So we do have Beer Dad Jim Williams here with us, though, and yes. uh, we are at the Tiny Palooza for the third annual festival at Lincoln Field Station. As you said, we'll be talking to uh, Tiny McLennan, who is the Tiny and Tiny Palooza, and we'll yes. also talk to uh, to uh, the guys from uh, Dry County Brewing and maybe snag a few few more people along the way. I know it's going to be a, a there's quite a quite a crowd around us actually today, so it's uh, pretty exciting. A big crowd, always yes. good stuff. Want to give a shout out again to my dad. Uh, Jim Williams, who actually helped set us up, so he came in here early, set up the tent and the and the table and all that kind of stuff. So he's a gentleman and a scholar. He is definitely that, and he likes free beer, so it's always good. And also, want to uh, give a shout out to Renegade Chef, which is the uh, street food folks here at Tiny Palooza. They let us borrow their power. Oh yeah, that's, that's slightly important. important. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, you know what? I mean, this is this is the season. You know, Brian, it's it's festival season. Stuff is happening. We've got just a, about uh, six gajillion different type of festivals going on across the state of Georgia and across the country. So um, what, have, what have you been doing? What have you been drinking on so far this week? So, you know, so far this week, I've, I've managed to squeeze in a, a few interesting beers. I had some of that uh, Tears of My Enemies. I don't know if you heard about that. I did. Yeah. 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 I'm familiar. I, I, found it, I found it to be pretty, uh, pretty okay. good. Pretty okay. solid stuff. Um, I also did a uh, little, little traipsing around the Red Brick stuff, the soul of uh, the city and homestand. I did drink a uh, Dry County Neon Neon uh, Who are those the other guys? night. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I'm not, are they around, from around here? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so, maybe. No. And, no that's and not them. Okay. And I did squeeze in a Creature Comforts uh, Lupulus. Excellent. Now, quite nice. Yes. And, now the, of course, they've got uh, Creature Comforts Lupulus on tap here, which I just had before uh, you arrived. So it's always fantastic. I saw that, and I was excited when I was looking at that the other night. You know, drinking it and looking at it, I'm like, I'm going to get some more of that. Yes. And I had a Dry County Oasis, which I'm not going to spell out. It's O-A-S-I-S. And again, it's not safe for work, so I'm not going to say anything about more about that. But it's a great imperial stuff that's that they make. Cherry Street, not Dry County. That dry, it's not Cherry Street. It's that's right, Cherry Street, Dry County. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, Cherry I've got Street. Dry County in front of me, and I'm talking about Cherry Street. I'm just confused the whole time. And then uh, also, of course, I'm uh, drinking on Juice Willis from uh, Wrecking Bar. Which oh is a yeah, that's a nice one. Very nice. Definitely. And a great name for a beer too. No, exactly. What you talking about, Juice Willis? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to kind of do, do a little bit of a craziness here in this first segment. We usually talk about Truck and Taps Beer of the Week, but uh, really. Again, we're here at Tiny Palooza. There's about, oh, I don't know, about 6,000 different beers here on tap. At least, At yeah. least. So and we'll talk to Tiny a little bit more about his festival here in Snellville, Georgia. So we're going to go ahead and skip Truck and Tap Beer of the Week and go right to the headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all 
about it. Time for headlines. All right, uh, Brian, what are the headlines for today? So I've got a fun one for you. Uh, scientists have reportedly eliminated the need for hops in beer. That's including IPAs. So Okay. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly my response when I saw that. I'm like, why on earth would you bother doing that? Well, it's it, for sustainability considerations. Basically, hops take a lot of water, and they can be very expensive to grow. And there's also shortages. You know, there are frequent shortages with hops. So the idea is, how can we come up with a way of getting the flavor that we want without using these very expensive, sometimes hard to come by, you know, plants? Hops are delicious, though. Yes, yes. And you know how they did it. Now, we get really sciencey here. UC Berkeley used DNA editing software to manipulate the genome of yeast, splicing in genes from mint and basil plants, as well as some other interesting yeast varieties. Okay. Now, we've got Steve Anderson here from Dry County. Uh, would, would you use some of the uh, the non-hoppy hops in some of your beers? Yeah, it's a hard question. I'm not really sure we're willing to go that far. Uh, I put you on the spot there for a second. So. No, I was going to no, ask. I mean, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing, yeast that can produce bitterness and stuff like that. And that's, unfortunately, only a very small contribution from what hops are giving. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get a, a well-rounded hoppy beer just from using a, a yeast that can create some bitterness. Maybe so. our grandkids will be drinking the hop, uh, the hopless hoppy uh, IPAs, but uh, I'm sticking to my old school hops because I'm. I agree. Yeah. I prefer... my, my money's on the hops. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I agree. don't see it. I don't see it happening. There's the also the preservative aspect of the hops, which is a kind of a big deal, mm-hmm. and the reported health benefits from the antioxidants. So that's it. Those those are reasons to continue going natural with that stuff. I've yet to eat one of those fancy hamburgers that didn't actually come from a cow. So. Exactly. That's Neither right. have I. <laughs> are you looking uh, to for a shortcut to start a brewery? Absolutely. I have a deal for you. There, okay. There is a second brewery option coming. That's right. Green Flash's Virginia Beach, Virginia Brewery is going under the gavel. I just saw that just yeah, just posted a minute here, ago uh, yeah. when, we, uh, when we were typing the show. So The 50-barrel brewery is only a year old. The equipment includes everything you need except, like, beer, grain, and staff to, to run the place. You get the fermenters, the bottling line, the tasting room, the works, and apparently the facility is, like, state-of-the-art. You know, and it's funny because uh, you almost want to think of Green Flash as a like, cautionary tale to, uh, to modern craft beer because, you know, of course, they're founded in San Diego. They really expanded to all 50 states. Just recently, of course, they announced cutbacks where they're cutting back sure. from almost all of those states, and they opened up a Virginia brewery, and now, of course, that's going to be under the chopping block, too. It's almost, uh, you know, a, a, like I said, a cautionary tale of growing too fast across the country with so many local and regional options that are cropping up. Absolutely, and they've spent so much money on this. This is actually, the, this brewery is the reason why they had so many trouble, so much trouble. The interesting thing, they are still moving forward with a opening a brew pub in Lincoln, Nebraska, though. Okay. At the same time, so they're auctioning off one brewery and opening up another. So well, there you go. That was part of their strategy. They're going into lesser established markets and opening small brew pubs that I can capture that. the local thing instead of trying to go big. I got you. So in happier news, I mean... It's festival season, but I think it's also award season. That there is true. are awards being given out all over the place. So we've got Hopsticks from the Earth and Wrecking Bar earning spots in the top five of USA Today's 10 Best Brew Pubs. So there were 20 that were nominated by a panel of experts, and they were voted by the visitors to the USA Today website. And uh, Georgia kind of dominated the list. We yeah. have Wrecking Bar at number five, From the Earth at number three, and Hopsticks at number two. That's pretty impressive. Nothing wrong with that. And yeah. all three of those are phenomenal group ups, too. So good for them. But And that's not all. From uh, a similar thing for the best beer label, 
uh, a number of Georgia breweries won awards for their brew labels, there you or go. beer labels. So we've got Monday Night Space Lettuce winning the top spot, the number one spot for mm-hmm. that. We've got Second Self's Manic Pixie Dream Beer number one taking number two. Yes. And at number three, we've got Terrapin's Wake and Bake. And at number eight, we have Creature Comfort's Tropicalissima. That's pretty impressive. That's These are beers from all over the country. Yeah. And we take up four of the ten spots. Of the top ten, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just again, for uh, for uh, total uh, transparency purposes, my real job is actually at Monday Night Brewing. So I'm happy to hear that myself. But, uh, but again, congratulations to all the winners. Uh, some really great beer labels and some really great liquid inside of those cans, too, which I think may be more important. Absolutely. One more award, actually. We've got... Uh, Back 40 uh, in Gadsden, Alabama, winning the 2018 Governor's Trade Excellence Award. Uh, so it, this was awarded in a ceremony by the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, at the state capitol. And it basically awards her success in selling beer to customers worldwide, not just in the U.S. Okay. So I didn't realize this, but in addition to distributing to five states, they also sell, sold beer in four countries in the past year. Uh, Canada, China, Malaysia, and the Netherlands. So an interesting. interesting, eclectic range of uh, countries. Yeah, you wouldn't think the Back 40 uh, there from Gadsden, Alabama, would be in so many countries, but uh, but good for them. Yeah, That's Southeast great. Asia and everything. Yeah. Yeah, craziness. This is some good news. Eater Atlanta tells us cold beer is coming to the Beltline. Well, thank goodness, because I've been drinking that warm beer on the Beltline. I know. That's it gets really warm, especially when it's sunny out. <laughs> exactly. So in this case, cold beer is actually the name of a cocktail bar and beer garden. So it'll be located in the old Fourth Ward retail development between Edgewood and DeKalb Avenues, and it's coming from Vantage Realty. Uh, It will be the creation of Kevin Gillespie, who is known for his popular dim sum joint, Gun Show. Oh, yeah. It'll be a 7,000-square-foot space, and the most interesting thing, possibly, is three Beltline-facing patios, so a lot of outdoor space. And that's great. Uh, for folks who don't uh, live in the Atlanta metro area, the Beltline is kind of one of our uh, urban developments, uh, a, a trail basically surrounding the entire city eventually. Yes. And uh, some really cool concepts that are coming up in a that area. A lot of foot traffic. It's really going to be a boon for those places. Definitely. Well, good deal. It's time for us to take a quick break right now. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. We're here live at Tiny Palooza at Lincoln Fill Station. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with the crew from Dry County, Trace and Claire and Steve Anderson. We'll be back right after this. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery. Set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. Oh, yeah. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show, beerguysradio.com. We're here live at Tiny Palooza 3.5 at Lincoln Field Station in Snellville, Georgia, talking now with the guys from Dry County. Yeah, we have like a crew here of uh, a bunch of uh, beer people around here, but uh, they disperse, so... 
heck with those guys. Let's talk Dry County, man. Let's. Talk. Thanks for coming down for all the way from Kennesaw, by the yeah, way. Thanks for having us out. You know? Definitely. Sure. Yeah, so I'm not gonna miss something like this. No, this is great. Listen, I'm telling you, we've been here for this is our third year here. We've been yep. here for all three years, and, and I will say that this is possibly my favorite uh, uh, beer event in the state. This is quietly possibly the best, well, one of the best yeah. beer events. I can't say the best, but one of the very best. Not only is it a great event, Tiny is such a huge supporter of George Beer. Exactly. So we definitely, Andy's we, Tiny, which is always good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is key. Yeah, so again, Trace and Claire, uh, again from Dry County, and uh, and uh, Steve Anderson as well, uh, joining us again. Thanks for, thanks for uh, stopping by here on Beer Guys Radio. We haven't talked to you guys. Actually, last time we talked to you was... Uh, during uh, the Burnt Hickory Fest, I believe, uh, yes. in Kennesaw. I think there was one time after that, but it's been it's been at least I, a year. I had a year. quick over-the-phone yeah. talk with you oh, guys Oh, that's right. Once. When you, when yeah. you way got, back from my Home yes. Depot. That's right. So, you, yeah, you've been in, the, in your position uh, with Dry County for about a year, year and a half now, right? So, yeah, yeah. It was uh, January 2017. So excellent. Yeah, excellent. A couple months. So, so, Trey, has it been okay with with him on, on staff yeah, for you guys? We'll, we'll keep him on board for the time being. Okay, so, good. Yeah. I'm on a short leash, I think. I, I was going to say, if you need to cut him loose, now is a great time to do it in front of a very long it would be great for ratings, I think. You're yeah. fired. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Steve, in the in the time that you've worked there, you you know you've done you've had a lot of brewing experience. How have how has your uh, your process and your approach changed, or has it changed? Are you no, still no, kind of I mean, doing the same same thing the same way? You know, definitely a lot of things changed going from uh, you know a brewery the size of Red Brick to a brewery the size that Dry County was when I started last year. Uh, you know, we had to change up a lot of things, working with a lot of different equipment, no filtration, no centrifuge. Uh, you know, much smaller system, but it's been great to get back to the basics and kind of start over and build everything from the ground up almost and uh, get to experiment with a ton of new beers. Like the upside is, is we had a five barrel brew house, so we were able to brew a lot of very creative small batch beers and really just, you know, get off to the races immediately. So you, you uh, feel like there are beers that you can brew now that you couldn't brew before or vice versa? Oh, absolutely. Versa? I mean, when you, brew, a a yeah. when you have to brew a minimum of 100 barrels at a time, it's a lot different than being able to brew a five barrel batch size at a time. And, and then now we're in a we're in a great position now where we've also brought a 30 barrel brew house online, so we have okay. both a, a five and a 30, so we can brew all of our core distribution beers on the the 30 barrel size, and we can brew all of our in-house tap room beers and specialty one-offs. And feed our barrel program with a five barrel system, so it's it's a real good spot to be in. Yeah, you know, and we, we keep talking to a lot of these brewers here in Georgia, and again for folks listening, not uh, in the state, that uh, in September 2017 we finally had the uh, privilege of actually being able to buy beer directly from the brewery. Um, you know, a lot of folks have really emphasized that tap room and that tap room experience because of the new laws that we have, and that seems like something you guys are doing as well. Yeah, for sure, and I think we we kind of lucked in and backed in to having, like Steve mentioned, a five barrel that we can do tasting room only and one-off and seasonal beers on, as well as a 30-barrel production, you know, core beer uh, brewing. Um, we kind of backed into that, and a lot of the bigger breweries now are, are adding the 5 and the 3 and the 7 mm-hmm. type of frame onto it, and the guys who are our size are, are trying to add the 20, 30, that sort of thing on top. Uh, so we lucked into that, but uh, tasting room has been great for us. It's The law change has been, has been awesome. Um, it's a big part of what we're doing from a creativity standpoint, a business plan, and you know, just cash flowing a brewery in the state of Georgia. So uh, I think everybody is kind of on board and aligned with uh, September 17 was a, a big month for Georgia huge. craft beer. It was huge, huge. Yeah. So you've been doing a lot of interesting, I think creativity is a big theme there because I was looking through your, your website and some blog posts recently, and I was like, creativity is a theme that keeps coming back. You're, you're looking to you know, push the envelope, so to speak. And one of the things that, uh, you know, some of the stuff is going beyond beer. One of the things is distilling. So where are you at with distilling? 
Yeah, I'll touch on that real quick, and then and Steve can jump in. But uh, yeah, we were we were fortunate enough to be we're the first brewery in the state of Georgia to also be licensed as a distillery. Uh, up to this point, everybody's been licensed as a brewery or as a distillery. Um, we're both. Uh, that's in uh, no small part thanks to our uh, attorney uh, Taylor Harper, who he's the uh, man. He's been an awesome advocate for craft beer in the state. Uh, represents a lot of other breweries in the state. Um, so we are now officially licensed as both. We've done some in-house uh, small distilling batches uh, where we've taken base beers that we've brewed, whether it's Kennesaw Bourbon Ale or Dry County IPA, distilled them down into what I'd call a white whiskey, uh, kind of a, a moonshine type of process. Um, and Steve can elaborate on that more as we go. But um, but we've done that, and we'll, we'll be expanding. You'll be able to see a lot of stuff come in our tasting room later in the year. Uh, start out tasting room only, dial stuff in, nail stuff down, and then get that out on the market. Uh, but we're really excited about it, and, and think that is a growing market for sure. So I think you can almost like have your own sustaining barrel program. So you just make barrels with your with your, with your whiskey and your distilling, age it in age it in your uh, your beer, and for then sure. bring it back and age some more in your distilling. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the really cool advantages to it is we'll, we'll have kind of our own in-house barrel supply, and you know, we're trying to bring forward some 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 cool new ideas on the distilling end. Stuff taken more from the fermentation side, mm-hmm. uh, and I, we got some cool experiments coming along, but it's still in the early stages. Uh, okay. We're dialing our stuff in, dialing in our equipment, and looking at you know getting some more some more pieces of the puzzle going. But, so, uh, so how soon do you think people might start seeing a little white dog or something else pouring right there in the tap? Room? I'd say we're at least another three four months out before okay. we start really releasing anything. We're taking our time with it. We're in no rush. Uh, Honestly, the, the brewery side of the business is keeping us plenty busy as of <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. Not like we have a lot of free time to throw at this, but uh, yeah, we're, we're working it. We're, we're making sure we come out with a very high-quality product out of the gate. Yeah, and, uh, and, that's, and the, that's the, important the spirit thing. side is not too dissimilar from the beer side for us in terms of, you know, we want to make the top-quality product we can and get sure. that out in the market. So. Um, that's how we treat beer. That's how we're going to treat spirits. And uh, 2018, you'll see stuff in the tasting room, kind of larger scale on the spirit side. And it'll probably be a 2019 before you see it out in the market. But okay. uh, definitely come visit us at Kennesaw and, and check that out and get an update and, and all of that stuff. So That sounds great. So I, I see there's some coffee-related questions, and I know that was you, Brian. So uh, it definitely was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I was looking through your social media the other night and, uh, you know, kind of some creepy stalkery. No, I'm just kidding. You're well, kinda, you, you are kind of yeah. creepy. I can feel bit, you watching me. Yes. Exactly. Well, it's because I am standing out. So anyway, uh, I saw that you posted, and I really like this quote. Sometimes I am worried that the beer in the tanks is going to find out about my love affair with coffee. Has the beer in the tanks found out about your love affair with coffee yet? Well, now that you mentioned it on you know nationally now syndicated radio, you've been outed. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, we dabble in coffee as well. Uh, we're both obviously big coffee drinkers. Uh, when you when you're in beer, you have to be, I think. Yeah. But. Um, but no, we we uh, cold brew and roast and and do all that with with coffee ourselves. We also partner with Thrasher Coffee uh, in the Kennesaw Ackworth area a good bit as well. Try to keep cold brew coffee on tap in the tasting room a good bit. Um, we love caffeine uh, and we love oh, throwing yes. coffee beans yeah. oh, yes. and, and grounds into our beers as well. So uh, we definitely have a coffee influence or inspired beer on tap uh, in some form or fashion. We've got one right now that's uh, Old Forty One is our oatmeal stout uh, with coffee as well as vanilla and cinnamon. Um, on tap in the tasting room, uh, really delicious. But uh, messing with that and, and working with that. But yeah, I am. I am very afraid that the beer will one day find out about the coffee. So, so are you still roasting it yourself, a pound at a time? Is that how that's going? Or we is- do. Uh, it is a mixture of we do roast a pound at our at a time ourselves and throw that on tap in occasion. Okay. And then sometimes when there's just too much demand, we pull from Thrasher Coffee. Okay, I got uh, And we cold brew it ourselves uh, in house. 
So, yeah. so what kind of roast? I'm one more coffee question because I can't help myself. No, he's a coffee nerd. What, it's what, okay. what level of roast are you? Are you a light roast, medium roast, or dark roast guy? We're typically we've gone the whole spectrum, but we're typically between a medium and a dark. Okay. Uh, somewhere in that range. Um, we've messed with all types of origins. Um, and blends. We are typically a single origin, but we have done blends. Uh, Thrasher brings in a lot of that stuff uh, and, and really experimented a- across the gamut, for sure. Well, that's very cool. Uh, and again, uh, that's... Uh Again, you're the biggest coffee nerd I know, Brian, yeah. so that's always always good stuff. You guys can talk aeropresses and all that kind of stuff all day long. Indeed. Yes, but first, I've got a very important announcement, by the way. The park at Georgetown will be a unique collection of restaurants, along with a craft brewery located within the new J.W. Holmes luxury development, Dunwoody Green, conveniently located less than a half a mile from 285. This enclave of restaurants will be the gathering place in Dunwoody. Whether meeting old friends or making new ones, the park at Georgetown will be the place to share a great meal and to build some lasting memories. And why am I saying that? Because if you're looking to buy a brewery or a brew pub, the park at Georgetown may be your new home. Call Crim and Associates, the developer of the park at Georgetown, and they want to talk to you. Give Stephen St. Paul a call at 404-256-2960, extension 5. That's Stephen St. Paul, 404-256-2960, extension 5. We're going to take a quick break right now. You'll listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, beerguysradio.com, and we'll be back with the crew from Dry County live at Tiny Palooza right after this. Darren and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Aaron. See, they've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily, so that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What in tarnation? Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're at Tiny Palooza at Lincoln Field Station in Snowville, Georgia. We are back with the crew from Dry County. And I, before we get into any more talk about uh, Dry County beers, I got to say that, uh, Aaron, you hooked us up with some language of thunder from, uh, what is this, Trim Tab, This is right? Trim Tab in Birmingham. A buddy of mine in Alabama just uh, brought that over for me. And I wanted to crack that open because, again, Tim and Becky Smalls are on assignment uh, trying to figure out how magnets work. Yes. I just wanted to open that to spite Tim so we could drink it ourselves. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to officially go on a record <laughs> to, I don't know, to Becky's Becky work and say, Scientists be lying. That's scientists right. Be scientists lying. be lying. It's <laughs> all miracles. That's all I'm we telling will you. Pass right. that along. I'll bet. I'll bet some of what's in here is what makes magnets work. I believe. I think that's probably true. They so, are in uh, a wild goose. Chase. Excellent. Well, cool. The, the crew from Olivia. Thank you so much. Uh, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, here at Tiny Palooza as well. Uh, you know, I was just—I was kind of sad that they brought you a cigar and didn't bring me one. So they were kind enough to help me out with the. Uh, this is a really nice one, Oliva V. Uh, okay, Milanio. A Series V is a Series V are the ones I usually get from Olivia, so I'm pretty excited about yeah, this one. So. Very nice. It's very a, cool. Really well done. One. I was gonna say you're—you're you're the cigar guy and you're the coffee guy, so. I just like beer, and I'm good. I'm good I just that. I just like all the vices. I just really like Look, everything that's a vice. There's nothing wrong with that, absolutely. So, so hey, we're here with uh, with uh, Trace and Claire and uh, Steve Anderson from Dry County Brewing Company. You know, it's funny. We've kind of collected an audience of beer people. 
uh, around here too. So we've got, uh, let's see, High Wire is here, Slowpore is here. We've looks like we've got uh, Eagle Rock distributing us here as well. So uh, they're kind of like kind of shadowing us to see if they can get on the air for some free publicity. Yes, <laughs> I think I think that's what it is. Can we get them one at a time? So yeah, so Slowpore here, they kind of been milling around. So uh, so yeah, so I'll give you a couple of minute, couple of seconds on the mic. Uh, what are you guys up to here? What's at Slowpore? With Slowpore. So we're we just are going through a little bit of growth here yep. recently. So we got some new tanks in, looking at expanding our uh, operations in the back and brewing capabilities. And, uh, we're going to be co-branding a beer with the uh, Gwinnett Stripers here coming up. Excellent. So to make its debut um, here, it's going to be called uh, Off Speed Pitch. So okay. It'll be there in Gwinnett County here very soon. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, cool, guys. Thanks for thanks for uh, stopping by and thanks for being here, Tiny Palooza. Like I said, one of our favorite events of the year. So, uh, yep. so very cool to see you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Cheers. 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 It's like Disneyland for beer drinkers. It really kind is. Of. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. Um, you know, the nice part about Tiny Palooza is that it's not hugely busy, but you get a lot of uh, a great beers here. I mean, the beer list is phenomenal. It's, it's always very good. Yes. And speaking of phenomenal, Ashley is here, by the way, from Highwire as well. Look, we're just going to kind of do the whole whole uh, gamut of things. So, so what's going on with all things Highwire, Ashley? Are you good with that? You got you to speak in the microphone, too. Okay. So we launched in Atlanta in June, and things have been going really well. Mm-hmm. We try to have um, we have five core brands, and we try to have two to three seasonal and specialties at any given time, but it's been real, really well received. So Excellent. I've, I've been enjoying working the market. Excellent. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. So, well, good deal. Well, cool. Well, we are going to go ahead and get back to our interview with the Dry County guys, uh, Trace and Claire. Well, real quick, Aaron, if oh, you're sorry. cool with it, I, I chased the rabbit. I caught Michael here. So oh, this guy. Oh, this is a red rabbit. What's in the world of shandies uh, here? The right world now. of Rattlers. Exactly. World I want to hear about the shandy wars Me too. There's exactly. no shandy war. <laughs> We're just bringing some good beer to Atlanta. That's all it is. Excellent. Yeah, Red Hair, you guys, of course, based in Marietta. Um, you know, you guys have got some great beers uh, working really hard. Uh, tell us what's, uh, what's new with you all. Uh, right now, we're actually launching um, Tangerine SPF 5050. Mm-hmm. So SPF 5050 is a uh, grapefruit rattler. We call it an India Pale Rattler. Uh, traditionally, rattlers are done with like a lager or pilsner, cut with some lemonade, maybe some juice, whatever. Sure. Um, everybody loves IPAs. Uh, 40% of craft beers sold in 2017 were IPAs. So yep. we've taken our Gangway IPA, American-based uh, IPA, American-style IPA, cut it with some grapefruit soda, Everybody loves it. So since everybody loves it, why not just do some more of it? So we're actually doing some tangerine. And literally the only things people have ever said bad about the grapefruit rattler is they don't like grapefruits or they can't have it because of, you know, their medication. And so coming on in, it actually has a nice kind of sweet uh, flavor to it, a little bit of rind. It literally smells like one of those halos of cuties. It does. Exactly. Yeah. So awesome. Well, cool. Well, uh, thanks. We got a quick Georgia beer wrap up. And uh, it's good to see a lot of things going on in Georgia beer and across the region as well. So, so very cool. Well, thank you guys for, for taking some time out yeah, uh, for, 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 for your competition. Thanks for having yeah. us on, it, too. It gave us know? a second to drink. So. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, we got to say, do that. Uh, this Tears of My Enemies is pretty delicious. It's bourbon barrel version. Yeah, uh, Tears of My Enemies from Monday night, of course. Uh, the bourbon barrel version and the scotch barrel version. Just wait till you try the scotch. I, yeah, I yeah. am preferential this is, to the this scotch. This is going to happen here in like two minutes. I was just oh, going to yeah. say, yeah, the scotch was the uh, the bronze medal winner at GB, GABF last year. And, uh, and it's... It's good times. Before I forget about it, I just wanted to uh, give you kudos for your green beer on St. Patty's Day, the matcha, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the matcha ma- pilsner. The matcha pilsner, yeah. It turned out really that, well. I thought that was brilliant, and it was actually very, very drinkable, which I shouldn't yeah. be a surprise, but that's a pretty big green tea flavor, and it's can yeah, be it came difficult. Out, it came out really, really well, and, you know, we wanted to do a green beer. But we obviously didn't want to just dye a beer green. Exactly, not, yeah. Uh, not how we roll over there. So we wanted to have something that was going to contribute some good flavor as well as some some green color. And, and the matcha, 
paired really well with the Hallertal Blanc hops that were mm -hmm. in the pills. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it so was, a, those it was a good match. Those are kind of a, a winey, grapey type of Yeah, pop. yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of cool fruity notes from oh, the matcha tea as well as the, the herbal tea character. So it was, See, it was a good match. And, and that's good because, you know, a lot of times I, I, I uh, you know, knock on, on uh, Tim because Tim likes the green beer. I don't do <laughs> If you like beer. it, you like it. I'm not wrong. Uh, I but, guess uh, that's you right. Know, I'm, just, I'm a snob like that. It's another, not our style to just dye a beer green. Another go. way of not cheating but sort of cheating is if you get a Berliner and put the uh, the Waldmeister syrup in it because oh, yeah, that's yeah. legit in old G. So you yep. can do that and it does come out green. So that yeah. That's another idea. That's another beer history yeah. too. So, so. So, so yeah. So before you continue with you guys too, we got another tour of Tour D Georgia beer apparently yeah. here too. The other half of the uh, Rattler Wars. Exactly. <laughs> Jekyll is here. What's going on with you guys at Jekyll? Man, Eric with Jekyll Brewing. Absolutely. So what's uh, what's new with Jekyll? What's going on? We got some new stuff coming out. Uh, Hop Shandigity. Uh, yep. Also a Pony Ride Pale Ale, which is really good. So yep. Really excited to uh, fight up against some of that red hair. Uh, there you go. There you go. It's all it's, it's all friendly competition though. Uh, pull pull no punches. It is all friendly yeah. competition. Man. Exactly. We're all here to just make great beers for everybody. So. You know. And here, tell us, tell me real quick about uh, about Tiny Palooza. I know you've been here a few more times. Uh, you know, this is uh, such a great thing. Tell us uh, from your side of the of the, uh, it's the such industry. Such a yeah. great event to come out and uh, get the community involved, especially the, the craft beer community, which is really awesome. And let us bring some really fancy stuff out here. Yep. Um, there's some great beers out here, and like I said, man, we just come out here, have a good time, and we all love beer, so here to support, right? Excellent. I appreciate that, man. Cheers. Thank you. Good Thank you. Do. Absolutely. Well, we talk about raising awareness a lot, um, yes. you know, and it's, it's it's kind of in the news and everyone wants to raise awareness. But uh, in the case for, for Dry County, your Fragile X Brewfest, um, you know, had me hitting Google. I had Brian hitting Google because you do Indeed. the gangle. You do the calendar, not me. Yes. So, yeah. So so how did you guys get involved in the, in the uh, National Fragile X Foundation? Yeah, so Fragile X is uh, it's really an example of uh, Jenna Weber runs our tasting room. She does an awesome job. Uh, we book a lot of private events and semi-private events. Uh, the Fragile X Foundation came on board, wanted to do a private event uh, this weekend, and they've kind of set it up themselves as a uh, as a brew fest. It has nothing to do with Dry County, to be honest. Uh, it's just them kind of taking the reins and running with it and uh, doing their thing. But it's a great foundation that raises awareness um, and and all that. And uh, yeah, it's really big in the Kennesaw area, and they're going to have a big event going on tonight. So if you are around the brewery, I uh, want to drop by seven to ten, I believe, are the hours there advertising. Uh, drop in, hang out, drink some beer, and, and raise awareness for a great cause. Now, is that something you guys do on the regular? Is is, is rent out or, or donate your space for uh, different causes and and, and uh, folks around the area? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we try to do it for nonprofits and and events like that. Every once in a while, it's rented out for birthday parties or whatever it may be. But sure. uh, but we definitely try to get as many nonprofits and great great foundations and causes out there as possible. We want to be as big a part as the Kennesaw community as we can be. Um, and and this is one example of, of many of people that are using us and leveraging us to do that. So note to self: my birthday party needs to be at a brewery. Yeah, I think that's I think that's how it works. That's a really good idea. I think you know a couple. I know a couple of guys might have, might be able to hook us up. Exactly, exactly. I actually had a birthday party at a distillery. I thought yeah, it was pretty neat. I wouldn't remember it if I had one of those. Uh, yeah, it was a little it's a little foggy. You exactly. Know, I was I was going to get back. One of the questions I, I was going to ask you about uh, the spirits. Um, 
Look, it's it's getting crazy. Look, uh, Tiny Series just bringing brewers. Yeah, back this is what back. you get for doing a show at a beer fest. We've already exactly. talked to, to, yeah. to, to these guys at Slowpour, so you know. We'll get yeah, but you got to let this guy. This guy's different. You got to let him on the mic. <laughs> no. Do we have to? No, do we have to? Exactly. No, you don't. Exactly. It's your show. Well, hey, listen. Uh, actually, you know what? Because of that, we have to take a break. Oh, okay. I'll get to that. I'll get to my question. I was in gonna a say we'll wrap up yeah. with the crew from Dry County here in just one second. You'll listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com. We'll be back right after this. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their taproom in Marietta to taste and see. Also, visit their barrel room with an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing, establishing a new standard in craft beer. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are still at Tiny Belooza at Lincoln Field Station in Snellville, Georgia. We are talking with the guys from Dry County. All right, guys, we have a we have a couple more questions for you. We do. We'll get yeah, out of here, it. though. Yes, we, we do. we got to get you on your way because you're busy, man. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about really quick, because I know you have a few other things you want to talk about, beer cocktails. Since you're distilling spirits, are you going to be making beer cocktails? That's a pretty good question. I think uh, I think the answer is definitely a yes on there. Good. Uh, we're gonna be doing uh, trying to do some innovative cocktails in the brewery where we have uh, basically uh, ready-made cocktails on draft. Very uh, nice. So we're gonna be making some in-house uh, ginger beers and things like that, uh, blending them with some of our spirits and having them available on tap just like the beer. There you go. I think you can be a consultant for that, Brian, because you've just got about. a pretty good uh, a good taste for that. So, so that should be key. So. <laughs> So is there anything else in the works uh, with Dry County or anything that we missed that you guys would like to talk about? Yeah, I guess I can lead off. Uh, sure. We do a rotating line of IPAs throughout the year, uh, Dank County, Double County, Juice County. Uh, Double County just won Secret Stash Bash. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, Taco there. Taco on, yeah. right? Um, so we're brewing a, a couple more batches of that. Uh, that'll be going now through the end of May, through uh, end of April, beginning of May, um, and then Juice County, uh, uh, probably our most popular beer, uh, will be following after that, and it'll lead May probably through uh, August September time frame um, up through uh, football season starting up. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for a rotating IPA line on draft around town, and then, uh, potentially in can at the brewery and the tasting room. So uh, keep an eye out on social media for that for sure. And then I don't know, Steve, you got anything else you want? We got, a, we got a couple of new tasting room releases coming up, too. Uh, we actually just dropped a beer called Maltlana. It's an English-style barley wine nice. brewed with 100% floor-malted Maris Otter Malt. That's something we did, nice. uh, you very know, nice. a very long four-hour boil on. Got a lot of cool uh, caramelization, malleated reactions, and a lot of a lot of big flavor in a beer that's just a base malt. And that's yeah. something we're, uh, we're drinking right now at the brewery, and it's, it's you know, very exciting to us. And then... Uh, and those English-style barley wines are just great because they've got that toffee flavor and those yeah. toffee notes. They're great. Again, you're a cigar that, guy. They're great with the cigar, I, I enjoyed yeah. – I, I held on to a, uh, a bottle of Darn It All. Let's say it for the radio there. Uh, darn It All. Yeah, darn, darn It All. Darn It All. And it's exactly. – I, I don't think it was even that old, but it, it seriously improved a lot just sitting – 
for a short period of time. Those barley wines, yeah. they go a long way aging. Yeah. And I'm I can a big imagine. fan of brewing barley wines. That's one of my favorite styles nice. to brew. Barley wines, Pilsners. I, I love brewing beers like that. But uh, another beer, another cool beer we have going on is uh, a beer we're calling uh, You Had Me at Merlot. And it's actually uh, okay. a half kettle soured beer brewed with 20% of the fermentables are from Merlot must. Nice. Uh, so that one's still in the tank right now, but we'll be packaging that in the next couple of weeks. That's what I'm really excited about. And honestly, I hope we have some left. We've been drinking so much off the sample port. <laughs> That's always uh, a problem. Yes, our yield is like one third of a barrel. I can't understand how that happened. <laughs> I don't understand how that happened. That's a lot of angel share. Shocking, shocking. Cool. Uh, and uh, website, uh, social media? Yeah, website, social media, it's all drycountybrewco.com and drycountybrewco at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whatever it may be. So, yeah, definitely check us out, follow us, uh, stay up to date. That is how we uh, keep our information flowing. Sounds like a plan. Great. Uh, Steve, uh, Trey, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having us on. Y'all have a great one. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. So, yeah, so now that we've, uh, you know, gotten rid of those guys from Dry County, we've got a couple of, couple of pros on the air right now. Maybe not. Uh, it's Owen Ogletree, Chase Medlin from Slope War, of course. Owen from Brutopia. Owen, uh, let's let's go ahead and get and get, get you started too. Y- you do some things with Cascales. I've heard. Yeah, it's right? something that's important. That's right. Uh, right. Tell us what's coming up in Athens here in a few weeks. Well, we're uh, we're changing up the Classic City Brewfest this year to mm-hmm. be more Cascale focused, kind of like the Atlanta Cascale tasting, and uh, we're going to have fifty-five Cascales there. And um, all the local Athens breweries will have a draft booth and some special treat bottle share tables. So and it's in a new location. We're going to do it at the Cotton Press, which is an old uh, cotton gin facility outside, just a little bit outside of town, about a half a mile outside of town. Okay. Um, so I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a very different event and and uh, new and improved. And so I hope everybody comes out on April 15th. Yeah, and I tell you what, Classic City is always one of my favorite brew fests uh, here in the state of Georgia. It's uh, definitely worth coming out for and checking out. Yes, even in the state of Georgia, too. Oh, the city say, and the state of did Georgia. Did I say city both. of Georgia? That's uh, It's my favorite again, of both. This is the fourth segment, and uh, yeah. nothing nothing just is, is undone in the fourth segment. So, so. I, did, I did see that it got really high marks. It got uh, one of the top 20 U.S. beer festivals for beer geeks. Yeah, by, I want to test yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, we were really happy. We ended up like number 11 out of uh, 20. There you go. That's really impressive. That's up there with America, like so. Hanapu Day and yeah. Dark Lord yeah. and all that other stuff. 10,000 times. Yeah. Tiny voted 10,000 times. Exactly. Now I get it. That's how yes. it works. So you, stuff in the ballot. So the cask, the the cask focus is a change. So it, is what what was the idea behind it? Is it just the cask is the most important, uh, is the most popular part, or you just it really was, want to focus? It was on always that? the most. I had people every year say, you know, we came and it's so much fun, but we never left left the cask tent because ah. it was so amazing. And uh, you know, we had room after room of bottle of beers that you can get at a package store downtown. You know, and. And there was really no reason to spend all that money on that space to have all those bottled beers. So, and we we needed 200 volunteers to pour all those things. So, we're going to focus on the cast, yeah. which is what everyone found to be the most popular, important part of the the festival. And, and, and breweries kind of kind of pull out the stomps for their casts as well. It's a small batch, so they're kind of able to do some yeah. crazy stuff with their with the, with the it's with their 10 beers. It's ten gallons of beer where you can do something special. So most of these casts that we have, you can't get anywhere else in the whole world. Except for Classic City Brewfest. Nice. So uh, it's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Definitely. That sounds like a plan. And, so. and we need half the space, half the tickets. It's going to be more intimate and small and enjoyable. And I think it's going to be really very nice. Excellent. Well, cool. Owen, we're looking forward to being there in a few weeks. We'll be broadcasting. It's going to be uh, awesome. Yeah. should be a good time. So, again, thank you so sounds much. Uh, Brewtopia.com. If, you, if folks want tickets, uh, how, how would they get them? They go to Brewtopia.info. 
There you go. Or classic city, or sorry, brewfest.net. Okay. And they can uh, grab them while they can. We have about 200 tickets left. So Awesome. Hopefully they'll go soon and uh, yeah. come see us. Yeah, we'll be broadcasting. Yeah. Here. Cool. Cheers, Owen. Thanks Thank very you so much. much. Absolutely. So, so Tiny is here. Chase is here. Uh, again, Tiny, once again, congratulations. Uh, this is their third Tiny Palooza, correct? 3.5. 3.5. And we've been here for three of them. Yes. We missed the point five. Yeah, somehow we missed that point five. Yeah, but that wasn't a very big deal. Okay, well, there you go. Point five is a really small amount. Yeah, it's not that important. I'm going to call it. Our fourth anniversary will be July 4th. Okay. Um, And we decided to make it a half because to have this festival on July, um, it would be really hot. It'd be about 40 degrees warmer. Yeah, for sure. Not for sure. People would be passing out. So So if it's only about four months off, wouldn't that actually make this 3.75? Yes, it would, but it costs extra to put it on the T-shirt. Oh, (laughs) yes, that extra number. I like the way you think. See, there you go. That's uh, that's, uh, that's very accounting of you. I I appreciate that. So, so, well, cool. Hey, listen, I mean, you've been here. Actually, this is your anniversary, too. It is, actually. So this this is is your third year in a row. That's true. You've been here. And your first live broadcast, correct? That's right. Our first live broadcast was here. That's and, right. Uh, so it was a little bit of history here at the Tiny Paloozas, as they say. And, and speaking of, you know, Tiny, you guys have been here for, for several years here in the Snellville area, uh, Gwinnett County. Over that time, we've really kind of seen the craft beer scene grow nicely uh, in our area. It really has. I mean, we've, we've, we've been blessed, if that's the right word, where yes. we've brought craft beer outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and outside of Athens, yes, to an area that's been starved for craft beer, um, and there's been very little to go on here. Oh so yeah, it's it's gone well. It's gone really well. For folks who don't know and, and who are listening here from who are not in in Georgia, uh, Snellville, Lawrenceville is is kind of a traditional. Let's call it traditional. Yeah, yeah, kind okay. of a yeah traditional. It's a, it's, yes, it's a really very, nice way of putting good it. Good way of putting it. Yes. Yeah. PC, very yeah. set, very set in its ways, yes. and uh, those very ways. Much set in the ways. Bible Belt. I yes. mean, this is the, we're in the Bible Belt. Absolutely, yeah, indeed. And, but but really, I mean, the city and the county has, has kind of really embraced you. I, I you know I get my local Snellville little flyer all the time, and, and you guys are doing some stuff with the city and the, things the like that. City, well, it's just great. The city of Snellville has been really really good to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they we took over an eyesore of a building, yep. and made something of it. I'd like to say, <laughs> and they have been. Very, very, very much appreciative and helpful and help us pass laws and help us do that to get to the point where we are now. Yeah. So you can come here on a Wednesday night and see a good part of the city council. Um, it's really nice. Yeah. And, and it's great because, I mean, you guys are starting to grow. Um, do you have any expansion plans over the next year as well uh, for this region? Well, we've we built up, we, we expand our deck to the point where now we can legitimately say we are the largest outdoor patio in okay. Connecticut County. Nice. That yeah. and nickel will get you a cup of coffee. Well, that's true. But, but, uh, it's, but still, it's <laughs> our claim of fame. Well, thanks for stopping by and talking to us, Tiny, and thanks for letting us do what uh, we you do at your place. Welcome it's always get ready a, for uh, 4.5. Get ready for 4.5. All right. We, the we are there. The plans for 4.5 have already started. Chase is working on it, so look that's for good. a few beers from him. So and we'll and we'll, and we'll get some information. We're putting him on the spot now, but because he's we'll sitting in front of us, we'll keep feeding him beer, and uh, we'll kind of he'll, we'll divulge all of his secrets. Sounds good. I yeah, think that's all the secrets. No, there's no secrets here. No secrets. No, exactly. That's why. See, that's why I mute mics because people just kind of randomly come in and talk on the yeah. air. That's why I don't do that. So yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this show oh for this week. I know. See, look, he missed it. He just sat down. Too late. <laughs> Sorry about that. Coming up next week, though, we are going to be smack dab in festival season talking uh, at Monday Night Garage, Day of the Juice. 
yes. is going to be there. We're, I'm pretty stoked about that's, that one. That's one of the uh, – I think it's one that everybody's looking forward to a lot. Everybody's going. Everybody's going to be there. If it's going like, to be nuts. If you like IPAs, that's what it's going to be. So Tim will have to stay home again. Yes, be, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, again, thanks for joining us. Check us out, BeerGuysRadio.com and on the socials. And don't forget to drink local. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang.